say that because it is usually the, if you study the structure of the Negro community, economically, politically, civically, psychologically, and otherwise, it's controlled by the white liberal who usually poses as the friend of the Negro, who actually differs from the white conservative in, in the same way that the fox differs from the wolf. Uh, their appetite is the same. Their motives are the same. It's only their mannerisms and, and methods that differ. See, it's no in-between. You're either free or you're a slave. There's no such thing as second-class citizenship. That's like telling me you can be a little bit pregnant. Today, many of these people are receiving millions of dollars in federal subsidies not to fall, and they are the very people telling the black man that he ought to lift himself by his own bootstraps. Now, this is what we are faced with, and this is a reality. Now, when we come to Washington in this campaign, we're coming to get our check. And so I believe that that education process must be a process of two steps, inspiration and information. So I seriously give information, but black people are a people of rhythm and spirit, so I also give inspiration. And everybody's smart enough to know that, I mean, we've been slighted and we want hours. And I don't mean by like uh, hours, 40 acres and a mule, because we passed that. We need help. I mean, for us to be on our own two feet, us meaning youth or us meaning black people, whatever you want to take it from. For us to be on our own two feet, we do need help because we have been here. We have been a good friend. If you want to make it a relationship type thing, we have been there and now we deserve our payback. It's like you got a friend that you don't never look out for. That means you're still running a plantation and we reject your plantation and your plantation mentality. It's the time of exodus. Right, we live, man. I'm over here picking my teeth. <laughs> oh, no, nah, it's all good. Welcome to Purple Pill Politics. My name is Saul G. You can follow me on Twitter at 50 Shades of Saul G. You can also follow me at Le the LibreTV.co at Solomon, or you can follow the entire uh, Libre TV network at The Libre Network on Instagram. And I'm joined tonight by my co host. As always, the big deal. You can find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Inspires the Block. You can also uh, get in touch with me on Middle Passage Media. Get your read on. Got some great content coming. Um, you know, keep up to date information that's unbiased for folks out there that appreciate uh, good news. All right, that's what's also up. Yeah, uh, Libre TV too. What? I do have a channel on Libre TV too. So shit. Um, what is it? G Fresh? I need to get on. Is that, that Inspires the Block? Oh, oh, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah no doubt. So, uh, okay, yeah, like uh, I said, um, he, he does a good job of posting that uh daily good news, man. So y'all go over there, check that out. That's middlepassagemedia.com. Like I said, we are Purple Pill Politics. We are one of the few independent uh, political shows out there. So if you're looking for a left slant or a right slant, you'll get a bit of it, but you won't get the super bias that you get on a lot of other shows. So like I said, we want to welcome all our new audience. If you're watching over there at Libre TV, uh, you know, get in the chat, say hello, let us know you're over there watching. And uh, we're going to go ahead and get right into the news for tonight. Uh, well, first of all, brother, uh, how was your day today? 
Man, I'm pissed off. I'm, I'm really, really, really pissed off because of um, my dog, man. My dog, I ain't know whether to beat him up. Well, I ain't going to say all that because uh, people get mad at me about that. But uh, I ain't know get rid of him or put his ass outside. I'm put it like that because yeah. of um, he knocked down one of my lights. I'm, I'm down the light. Lighting okay. may look good tonight. But he chewed up a pair of my Ray-Ban sunglasses and a pair of Cartier sunglasses, man. So if anybody understand the money that I spent on these glasses, mm, man, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm sorry to hear that, man. I'm, I'm definitely sorry to hear that, man. I wish there was some dog insurance that you could have so when your dog tears stuff <laughs> up, you could just go file a claim and be like, you know, my dog did something stupid because uh, you know how Kobe do, and you know how Kobe be eating through. Uh, yeah, that dog is wild. So I know about dogs tearing up stuff, man. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm up here in the uh, Midwest right now in your old stomping grounds. And uh, it seemed like y'all get this type of weather every year, but apparently y'all still don't know how to drive in it. I'm, I'm, I'm a little confused, man. People was out here Who slipping else? and sliding, trying to go 70 miles an hour. It's, it's, it's clearly slush on the ground. You know, that good snow ice mix where you can't see the asphalt, you can't see the blacktop. Yeah. But, you know, people still out here driving crazy. But, you know, your boy was maneuvering. I'm up here safe, man, so y'all don't worry about me. I, I'm a professional, you know, so I know that uh, ice, nobody, don't matter if you got four-wheel drive. I posted this on Twitter. If you got four-wheel drive, you got all-wheel drive, you got front-wheel drive, you got rear-wheel drive, none of that stuff saves you on ice. You always <laughs> got to You can drive through snow. You can't drive through ice. I don't care what type of vehicle you have. So you just need to always remember that. But speaking of ice and snow, let's go ahead and get into our uh, our first topic of the night, which is like we on this show, we like to go around, you know, like to, to keep it even. We do two conservative news sources because we want you to see what one side of the country feels is very important right now because that's what they're pushing to their audience. And then we do some liberal or centrist uh, media networks just so we can kind of get an overall worldview because if we just do four articles on Fox News or four articles on CNN, you know you're not going to get balance. So that's what we're about to bring to you right now. So since we've been talking about this weather, let's talk about what's going on out there in Texas, man. Um, they got hit with a, with a winter blizzard. And uh, I believe it was, uh, was it Houston or Dallas? It was one of that major city where they had a, a was it a 100-car pileup, 17 people died? You hear about Ooh. that? I mean, I heard about the winter storm hitting it, hitting them, but uh, I don't, I didn't hear about that. Um, man, it's crazy. Like, at one point time, I was looking at Texas, you know, to move there. And uh, yeah. I ain't, I'm trying to duck that. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand, man. But I was—I remember I was looking at—they uh, had some pictures and things online, but it was—it was outside of the story. But um, if you get a chance, Google—I think a hundred and two car, a uh, hundred and two car pileup in Texas, because like I said, people were just trying to drive seventy. They're not adjusting to the conditions, and you know, people out there just—you know—I don't know if they didn't know, but I mean, seventeen people died. I think it started with a tractor trailer kind of flipping over. And then people just started sliding into them because when you look at the picture, it kind of looks like something almost out of a movie, like a zombie apocalypse, because you're looking at all these cars. And I, I, 
I didn't even realize it was real until somebody like messaged me and was like, yo, that's real. And I was like, seriously? You know, because mm -hmm. it, when you see that picture, it just looks very unreal. So if you haven't seen that picture of the pile up in Texas, let's check that out because we talk politics on this show, but people are still experiencing real life out there. And I think it's very important for us to let everybody know what's going on. We got a good friend uh, of the show, Jeff, Jeffrey Charles, man, Jeff on the right on Twitter. And he's in Austin right now, and I believe he doesn't have any power, or you know, it's a lot of things going on, man. So you know, I'm not gonna hotel Yancey, hotel, hotel Yancey there. Uh, yeah, Yancey is in uh, uh, well, he's below Dallas, and um, we got some people out there, man. So uh, if there's anything we can do, man, just let us know. I don't know if you got power, if you need something, man, anything that y'all need, and we can try to help y'all out. I don't know what y'all would need. I heard Yancey was talking about. You know, Yancey, the, Yancey is the dude that you that you want to know and that you want to be around. Because this dude is is going around fixing people's plumbing, who I guess their pipes <laughs> burst and stuff and replacing this stuff during the storm. So Yancey is, I mean, he, he doing his thing, man. He a real good community guy. So uh, the shout out to uh, Yahoo Tep out there, man, uh, doing his thing out there. But this is basically just like a, a huge power outage. These people down there don't have no power. Yeah, that's crazy. And along the same lines, let's talk about this. And that uh, was from CNN. This is NBC News. It says a Texas mayor resigns after telling freezing residents to stop complaining about the cold snap. Mm. I'm not quite sure exactly what his words were, but he basically just told the people that, you know, get over it. You know, it, it'll it'll kind of sort of subside. But this they said the, uh, the mayor of a small Texas town has resigned due to some comments that he had I'm not quite sure what this guy's name is but um if you can read the article right there it's a little small for me uh to try to read right now but you can read his name and kind of read up on the story but the overall gist of the situation was you have a mayor once again an elected official right and we've been trying to tell y'all politicians boyd. right tim boyd is his name tim boyd okay yeah. we've been trying to tell you politicians do not care about you they just want your vote they just want that power and this is another example of that a guy gets in office and he's annoyed because his residents are freezing and they're complaining about being freezing and he just basically tells them to get over it uh what are your thoughts on this mayor um he did the right thing honestly because uh how in the hell can you tell the residents it's your job as a mayor to make sure that the city is functioning correctly like it's your job like you in, in a lot of sense you tell them what they need to hear right we're working on it we got you know whatever they name it in dallas uh, uh uh power is out there working on it now you know so we're gonna we're, gonna, we're taking care of this as, as you know i hear y'all complaints we taking care of this as, as i speak that's the right thing to say but to come out and say you know stop looking for handouts sick and tired of people looking for handouts it's like that's not a handout that's something that they pay for monthly so who are you? I mean, he did right. Get the, get, the, get the hell on, bro. It's time for you to dip. You did right because I'm pretty sure he was going to be primary just based off that alone on his next election. And uh, it was going to get his ass out of there because you ain't got no sympathy for the people or empathy for the people. Then you shouldn't be in that position over the people. Right. And I think that's a, I think that's extremely problematic when you even use that terminology. Handout. Nobody <laughs> expects to not have basic necessities right like i say if my lights get cut off that's because i didn't pay the bill 
if my water ain't working, that's because I ain't pay some sort of bill. But if you pay your bills and you know you handling your business and your lights get cut off in the middle of a snowstorm, and it's not like we're talking about where you from, Detroit, Chicago, Minnesota, the Northeast, you know, where I've been traveling, Cleveland, you might want to have some sort of backup, maybe like a kerosene heater, or I've even seen some of uh some of my people on Twitter have actual wood burning stoves, right? But we mm -hmm. in the South. We don't really expect to necessarily need something where we're going to have to be heating ourselves inside our homes, you know, not necessarily due to like something like a like a freeze, maybe sometimes a tornado or power lines. These things happen, but but not this ain't even like tornado season. You know what I mean? So I agree with you. I think that was a good move by the mayor to resign because this is just another example of you elect somebody and you think they're going to do the right thing when they get in office and they don't. I don't know whether he's a Democrat or Republican. Honestly, I don't care. Don't this is happen. a horrible move by somebody who is an elected official. You are being paid by the people. Your salary is determined by the people of that town. Your yeah. pay tax dollars pay your salary. If they don't pay their taxes, you don't get no check. So I just think that that's very, um, it's, it's really, really jacked up, man, just, just to be in a position of power and not try to do more to help the uh, people. Why, and my thing is like, why would you consider that a handout like you said, if, if we don't pay these bills, they're off, right? It's not a handout. It's not a government handout to have electricity, water, none of that kind of stuff, which I think water should be free, but that's a different conversation. But because it comes from God, I mean, like, <laughs> when you're in charge of the sky, man, and then they, 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 they send it to a couple of filters and charges for it, but go ahead. But, you know, that's not a handout. That's something that you're in. You have a budget for for infrastructure, right? You work hand in hand, whatever the name of the power company is down there, to make sure that the residents of this city have electricity and power. So for you to consider that a handout, yeah, bye, motherfucker. Bye. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's see what the uh, the good people over there at Fox News are talking about. Pretty sure I know what this one's going to be. Rush Limbaugh. Conservative talk radio pioneer dead at 70 years old. I remember, what was it, the uh, the State of the Union address a while back where uh, I believe President Trump at the time gave him a Medal of Freedom. But mm -hmm. I remember they had already talked that he had stage four lung cancer because if you've seen Rush Limbaugh around, you know, um, yeah, stage four lung cancer is uh, what took him out. So uh, Rush Limbaugh, he had been sick for a while. And this is kind of one of those things that you kind of see coming. Excuse me, but we, you know, if 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 um, if you watch Rush Limbaugh, Rush Limbaugh was a huge figure on the right. Regardless whether you like him or not, he was probably the most powerful voice on the right. Mm -hmm. And not to diminish, you know, his death or whatnot, but as far as the right is concerned, it's almost like where do you go? because you lost like trump has no social media way to get his message out on the right and now rush limbaugh is gone and he was basically the the most like i said he was the most powerful man in conservative radio period the man made 25 million dollars for doing an hour show monday through friday so um i would just like to say man you know like i said regardless whether you like him or not i'm just gonna just say i listened to him a couple of times i'm not a big fan of one-sided talk radio and people say well it was the truth 
I wasn't necessarily a fan. I, I did listen to Rush probably for a couple of like early years, maybe, you know, maybe a couple of times a month, but I wasn't a consistent listener. But, you know, the man still had a family. The man, I believe, was still a father. So I'm just going to send out my condolences and say, man, you know, uh, I'm curious to see who's going to try to take his role on the right. Um, what were your thoughts on Rush Limbaugh? Because I know it's been, I've seen a lot of different varied opinions on Twitter. Um, even some some sort of, I, I call it, you know, where you, you, you tap dance on the man's grave. But um, what, what were your thoughts on uh, Rush Limbaugh? My personal opinion, I, I couldn't stand him. Okay. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't for his political views, right? It was what he would say when it comes to personal attacks on people. And especially yeah. black people. So my thing, that's that's why I didn't like him. However, I do understand death. And that's somebody's father, that's somebody's brother, that's somebody's uncle. And so I, I'm, I'm like you said, I don't tap dance on nobody's grave. You know, mm. uh, regardless if I like him or not. Now, if you're right. a flat out enemy of mine, then I wouldn't give a damn. But I've mm. never met the man, never seen him in person, never crossed paths or nothing. So I don't have that kind of animosity in my heart for the man you know even mm -hmm. though i didn't like him personally but i mean you know condolences to his family i mean he's deaf there's no coming back from that you don't get no second try at it so it's like you know i mean i i i would say though i wish that um you know when you have influential figures like this right that regardless of what their political beliefs are or whatever their beliefs are you know i i wish that they would have something to present to the public where everybody can have a little empathy and sympathy for this person. You know, I mean, because, I mean, people gonna say some horrible things. You mm -hmm. know, I mean, it, 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 it is what it is, but right. I wish he kind of had that platform because, I mean, when you have people with platforms as big as he is, like, his was humongous. I mean, I don't know if you've seen it, but you know he was on a breakfast club. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he was on a breakfast club, and, I mean, it, it didn't go, it didn't go all too well. Right, yeah. but but Rush wanted to come on their show, which I thought was kind of big. I mean, because it's like it's good, you're going into the lion's den, and he he had the testicular fortitude to even try that. You're going to breakfast club, yeah. so he was trying to. I, I guess because he knew that you know he was sick at the time. I believe he probably was sick at the time. I had just yeah. recently got the information, so he was trying to cross certain lines and you know present himself to the people. But after so long of being a particular way. It'd be a little bit too late. So I, once again, I say I wish he'd have been able to present himself in a better light, to where you know his death. Because I mean, like you say, on the right, he was the biggest figure for years. Nobody had a bigger radio talk show than him. I mean, I've listened to him not intentionally, but uh, <laughs> directly. You know, and, and heard him on the radio. Listened to it for a minute. Some stuff he said was okay. Some stuff he said was a bunch of bullshit. But. You know, I don't wish death on nobody, and I send my condolences to his family. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I just think right now um, it's a huge void on the right. Um, right now, you you have to be able to kind of see that the the leading voice on the right is now gone. So you have to analyze and try to sit back and say, okay, well, who's going to replace him? Because it's not like I'm just trying to say, okay, well, moving on, who's going to be him? But this is something. This is a political show. You know, we, 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 we're not going to sit there and dwell on his death. We're not going to tarnish the man's behavior reputation. My man was honest and said, look, I didn't like the man, but I don't wish death 
on anybody. You know what I mean? And that's an honest answer. And my thing was, I watched him. I wouldn't say I called myself a fan, but I definitely didn't look at him as an enemy. You know, Rush Limbaugh, when I go to these little bitty no-name town where I don't even have a cell signal, Rush Limbaugh is on the radio. That's what was <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So, like, this is big. You know, I don't think a lot of people really understand, like, the magnitude of it just from a having ideas presented to one side you understand what i'm saying this would be like losing like a, a, a anderson cooper or a, a, a rachel maddow or somebody big on the left that has a huge voice and a huge following or like i don't want to compare rush limbaugh to howard stern but they were almost i mean pay wise they probably are about the same pay wise because i know rush yeah. limbaugh made like 25 million a year to do what he did but it's just something that I'm just curious to see who's going to fill that void. You can't. Yeah, I, I, I mean, just to be honest, you can't. Some some people are irreplaceable. Right. Right. And I I just, mean, even, you know, even Sean Hannity. Go ahead. Hannity. Go ahead. Well, no, I'm saying Hannity is big on the radio too, right? Yeah. But Hannity is no, you know what I'm saying, Russell Limbaugh. It, but but that's it, what I'm saying. Like the next in line will be like Hannity – Shapiro, um, Shapiro and, and I don't, right, but that's what I'm saying. I'm just thinking, like, if we go from biggest platforms below Rush Limbaugh, and then you know, um, yeah, it's it's like Hannity, you, you, and then you know what, you, you know, who I think they won't fill the shoes, right? Right, but they'll 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 close some of the gap because of the rhetoric, rhetoric alone, right? Listen, Candace Owens. <laughs> Candace on that Candace that go about twenty million dollar check for you. <laughs> they will get it's on iHeartRadio too. If they Candace put Owens. if they put Candace Owens on, on as Rush Limbaugh called it the independent golden microphone on the EIB network, that's 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 uh, well you know the EIB is owned by iHeartRadio. Yeah, that. Yeah, I, I want to go on to the next subject. I, I don't even want to hit Kenny. <laughs> you messed me up with that one. I don't, I, I'm going to say no comment at the moment. <laughs> but it makes sense, I, right? It, I said rhetoric alone. Rhetoric alone. No, no, I get what you're saying, but now you got me thinking about Candace filling that spot and Candace talking to middle America. And uh, if we thought Rush was, was bad on black people, I think she's going to be worse. But anyway. Without question. Thinking about dollars, if you're thinking about dollars, yeah. Oh, she gonna say it all, man. Yeah, but I'm trying to keep that audience there. Keep keep you know, hey. (laughs) Right, you're right, you're right. Okay, so the last article that we have is from the One American Newsroom. And basically this one is talking about uh, Joe Biden's town hall with CNN. And the overall summary of this article basically says that the One American News Network, which is a conservative outlet, believe that they didn't ask President Biden any tough questions. I'll ask you first, uh, did you watch the CNN town hall? Because I didn't. I didn't watch it, but I caught, you know, a lot of it. Like, for example, on, on YouTube, I I, um, I follow uh, CNN. So, okay. I mean, I, I didn't watch it, but I got to see a lot of the highlights of it. And, um, man, it, what I saw was terrible. Okay, it, well... Let's do this. Since neither one of us watched it, I've got like two clips that we're going to watch. And let's go ahead and watch these two clips that I got up here real quick. And then we'll talk about it. 
You've made passing a COVID relief bill uh, the focus of your first 100 days. Those on the right say the proposal's too big. Some on the left say it's not big enough. Are you committed to passing $1.9 trillion bill, or is that final number still up for negotiation? I'm committed to pass. Look, here's some of you probably economists or college professors or you're teaching in school. This is the first time in my career, and as you can tell, I'm over 30, the first time in my career that there is a consensus among economists left, right, and center that is over, and including the IMF and in Europe, that the overwhelming consensus is in order to grow the economy a year, two, three, and four down the line, we can't spend too much. Now's the time we should be spending. Now's the time to go big. You may recall I managed the last experiment we had with the stimulus, and it was 800, no, I don't mean it that way, but it was $800 billion. We thought we need more than that, and we think we did. We got, we were, it ended up working, but it slowed things up by about, and depending who you talk to, between six months and a year and a half. We can come back, we can come roaring back. It's estimated that if we, by most economists, including Wall Street firms, as well as, as, as uh, you know, uh, think tanks of uh, political think tanks, left, right, and center, it is estimated that if you, we pass this bill alone, we'll create seven million jobs this year. Seven million jobs this year. And so the thing we haven't talked about, and I'm not gonna go on because I wanna hear your question, I apologize. We haven't talked about I remember you and I talking during the campaign, and you had the former guy saying that, well, you know, uh, we're just gonna open things up, and that's all we need to do. And we said, no, you gotta deal with the disease before you deal with, the, with getting the economy going. Well, the fact is that the economy now has to be dealt with. And what is it? Look at all the people. You have over 10 million people unemployed. We need unemployment insurance. We need to make sure that you know, you have 40% of the children in America are talk about food shortage, 60% of it. Did you ever think you'd see a day in Milwaukee? You'd see in the last six months. 1.9 trillion stimulus. Uh, what, what are your thoughts? Well, <laughs> for the initial question, right, was, well, according to uh, ONN, they said they didn't CNN didn't ask him any hard questions, right? Joe Biden, you don't have to. He gonna keep talking. He gonna say some bullshit anyway, right? <laughs> well, I feel like, well, well, they asked him. Well, okay, that was the one on the economy, right? So we are gonna break it up in two parts. I've got another one where they asked him about the pandemic, but they said that's why when I saw the OAN article, I'm like, did y'all watch the town hall? Because I believe the next maybe they didn't press him enough, or I don't know what they want, but um. Let's, let's just break that down. $1.9 trillion stimulus. He's trying to get the uh, economy going again. Um, he talked about um, people being in food lines. There being food shortages across the country. Trying to, you know, reinvigorate the economy. What are your thoughts on what Joe Biden said? Do you think, think $1.9 trillion is enough? What do you think? Shit, I mean, I really don't know, to be honest with you. I mean, that's a lot. Of, I mean, I'm... I'm 
I, I question where the hell does this money come from, right? Yeah. So if, if we just break down some basic numbers, okay? Let's mm -hmm. go into, we'll be in 2021, let's go to 2019, okay? Okay, 2019, well, uh, annually, America brings in about, what, $3 trillion in taxes, right? Is yes. that about right? Yeah, okay. it's, it fluctuates between 3 and $5 million depending on what the tax rate is. Yeah, okay, 3 and $5 trillion a year. So let's just say in 2019, they brought in $3 trillion, okay? Let's just keep it at that number, just to make it simple. Gotcha. All right. In 2019, they gave the tax cuts, which, you know, pretty much wiped out like a trillion dollars, okay, uh, of the debt. According, if you do the numbers, like I'm not going to go too deep into it. Anybody want to do it? You can. It's there. Okay. So then we go into 2020 with um, <clears throat> with COVID start. Trump passes. What was it? Uh, how much? What was it? What was that first uh, stimulus? Was it like three or four trillion? I think it was like three trillion. Okay, now if you're doing numbers, right? If you're a numbers guy out there, work, roll with me. I'm not the best, but I'm gonna give you some real basic addition because that's where I'm at. I got a GED, good enough diploma. So uh, I'm good. So with now, quick yeah, I'm, I'm real quick with these. So you know, boom. So now we're going to the next year. We're sitting on two trillion. We give a three trillion dollar tax cut. I mean, a, a stimulus plan. That means we actually in the in the red, a trillion dollars. Already, right? Already, we we in a red, and so now we are in 2021. So let's say we got it again. We got another two trillion back, but we still in a hole because we got debts and deficits. Still got to pay for the federal government. So it's really more than that. Right. I right, know y'all come. Where y'all find another one? 1.9 trillion dollars at man. They, right. I mean, I give a little money. testimony. They just print money. I give a little testimony because I remember I showed you. We talked about a previous show. Last year, fifty percent of my income went to taxes. So is y'all getting it from me, <laughs> folks like me? <laughs> Hold on, man. I think that 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 that's the one thing that I've never understood the government, right? Like, man. you're an employee. I work. We both work, right? Mm -hmm. And you say, okay, boom. This is my check. These are my bills. Okay, hopefully my check is bigger than my bills. So that I could keep the lights on, keep the car from not going on the back of a tow truck, X, Y, and Z, right? You're sitting there looking at it like, huh, okay, this I can make this work. And, you know, if it's cool, I might be able to, hey, hey, baby, go get your hair done, go get your nails done, you know, buy the, buy, buy the baby girl some shoes, you know, give my dog some extra biscuits and treats, right? That's on a good, that's on a good week, good month, depending on when you're paid. But it's like the government says, all right, here's what we're bringing in. But this is what we want to spend. You know what I mean? And it's like they have this. Uh, it's like they got they got like the black card. That's how I feel. Yeah. The government they like a uh, they I like a, a, a rapper <laughs> with a black card, and they never worried about paying it back. You know what I mean? They just like, oh shoot, uh, how many missiles we need? Cool, man. Swipe that. Oh, how much? Uh, how much we need to send for uh, food stamps? Man, swipe that. Oh, we need to do an environmental survey. Oh, swipe that. Swipe that. Hey, everybody need a helicopter ride. To blah, blah. It's like they don't ever Man. take into account. Somebody has to pay for all of this. And it never goes back to say, why don't we spend less? And maybe we don't need all of this other stuff. I'm not talking about taking away social programs. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about what they call the pork, right? Yep. That pork that gets thrown into these bills that we never hear about, that we never say, because my question to Joe Biden would be this. And it's a simple question. It's not even a, a knock to you, Mr. Biden. I just got a simple question. 
1.9 trillion dollars break it down how much is going to the people man that's the question well how much of that is going in a stimulus check how much of that you talked about these mom and pop businesses that have gone out of business because of the pandemic or they're struggling to stay open how much of that is going into direct payment to them not alone I'm not talking about opening the SBA up and you you giving people loans. I'm talking about like uh, my dog Randy Moss said, straight cash, homie. How <laughs> much of this money is going directly to the people? Not in a loan form, not in anything else. So I, that's what I want to see because you can say 1.9 billion, you can say 600 billion. I've done this, 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 and this, but. If we don't actually have a breakdown of where this money goes, it's just like just talking to. That's like me saying, uh, yeah, you know, it's like me talking to, to, to my kid or something like that. And I'm like, you know, I spent $9,800 on you last year. And they're looking like, I don't I don't remember $9,800. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Like that's like like do it on a kid level. Yeah. You tell your daughter you spent five grand on her. She's going to be like, I I don't see five thousand dollars in toys. That's how they're going to look wow. at it. So, as the American people, we need to dumb it down and say, "Okay, one point nine trillion dollars, Joe Biden. Where are my toys? What does that look like? Because if it's just going to these corporations, if it's bailing out some more people, then once again, we just doing the same thing over again. You're just trying to make it look a little bit different. So, let's play the first part where he talks about his plan for. COVID-19 is, I mean, when are we, when's it going to be done? When are we going to get back to normal? Well, you know, uh, all the experts, uh, all the committee that I put together with the leading uh, researchers in the world in the United States are on this committee of mine, uh, headed by Dr. Fauci and others. Uh, um, they tell me, be careful not to predict things that you don't know for certain what's going to happen because then you'll be held accountable. I get that. But let me tell you what I think based on all that I've learned and all that I've studied and all that I think that I know. It's fairly, it's a high probability that the vaccinations that are available today and the new one Johnson Johnson, God willing, will prove to be useful, that with those vaccinations, the ability to continue to spread the disease is going to diminish considerably because of what they call herd immunity. And now they're saying somewhere around 70 percent of the people have to constitute. Some people said 50, 60, but a significant number have to be in a position where they are they have been vaccinated and or they've been through it and have antibodies and have antibodies. Um, and so if that works that way, as my mother would say, with the grace of God and the goodwill of the neighbors, that by next Christmas, I think we'll be in a very different circumstance, God willing, than we are today. I think a year from now, when it's 22 below zero here, um, no, a year from now, I think that there'll be significantly fewer people having to be socially distanced, have to wear masks, et cetera. But we don't know. So I don't want to overpromise anything here. I told you when I ran and when I got elected, I will always level with you. Use Franklin Roosevelt's example. I'll shoot you, give it straight from the shoulder. 
straight from the shoulder what I know and what I don't know. We don't know for certain, but it is highly unlikely that by the beginning of next year's school, traditional school year in September, we are not significantly better off than we are today. But it matters. It matters whether you continue to wear that mask. It matters whether you continue to socially distance. It matters whether you wash your hands with hot water. It, those things matter. They matter. And that can save a lot of lives while we're getting to this point, we get to herd immunity. Um, you've made... <laughs> Christmas. So, Christmas. Well, when he said Christmas next year, I was like, well, technically next year would be Christmas of 2022, but I think he was talking about the next Christmas. I hope, I hope he was talking about the next Christmas that we're going to see. But um, whatever, I, I just put you like this. When it comes to COVID-19, when it comes to the pandemic and everything, whatever we got to do to get back to, to, to normal so that we can be around people and send our kids back to school and, and just kind of get back to normal behavior, I, I, I'm with everything except for the uh, the injection <laughs> that they're talking about. They want the entire country to take. And he talked about even getting another one from Johnson & Johnson. And I'm like, why, why do we have such variety of, of, of these injections? I mean, I, I'm, I'm a little bit curious on that one because I'm like, can we just can we just work with can't can all them companies get together for the better good and we send all the Moderna scientists and the Pfizer scientists and the Johnson Johnson scientists and the, the best scientists and we all get them together in a room to help us get out of this situation, right? Can yeah. we can we can we can we work together and send them all together and y'all come up with just one? Because it's like, how do you even know which which one is the better one or the worst one to take? I don't I don't even know if you were gonna take it like which one do you pick? You know, and he talked about Which that herd immunity. He, right, but then he started talking about that herd immunity as well. And I'm like, can we just, I mean, I don't know. I mean, sometimes I'd be like, don't we have enough people already? But it just seems like sometimes I'd be like, can we go back to normal? You know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just ready for, I'm tired of wearing a mask. I'm tired of uh, well the social distance don't mind because you know a lot I ain't gonna lie <laughs> yeah. a, lot of these truckers, a lot of these truckers be stinking so they can we can keep social distancing at the truck stops I really uh, appreciate that but um, all the rest of this stuff I'm just you know I, I've, I've always washed my hands since I was like two years old so that's one of the weird ones to me they always talk about washing your hands I'm like y'all 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 niggas wasn't washing y'all hands like that if you're not washing your hands. Yeah, you know, like Martin said, you know you ain't washing your ass. You know what I mean? So it's a situation where I'm like, it's a lot of common sense things that can happen. But uh, we got a, a little message in the chat. Uh, Dr. Tobias2019 says, vaccinated or not, people are still required to wear a mask at work. So if you're vaccinated, you still got to wear a mask. And I believe Dr. Tobias is a nurse in Atlanta. So shout out to Dr. Tobias over there in the Libre TV chat. She's a she's a, a a a very big supporter of the network fans and all that stuff. So we appreciate that information from the front line. So you know when y'all talk about uh you know all those frontline workers and those people that we need to be listening to and respecting, then uh, Dr. Tobias is definitely one of those people that is out there. Just like uh 
another good friend of the show, uh, Nikki Johnson, is out there wearing her mask and doing all these things. And it doesn't matter, like she said, whether you're vaccinated or not, everybody still has to wear a mask, social distancing, all the other uh, things that are in place. Uh, what are your thoughts about? Because he didn't. Uh, what are your thoughts about his plan to get things back to normal? Well, here's my thing, man. Uh, I think it was a few weeks ago where I saw that um, more people have taken the vaccination than cases <laughs> in America, right? I actually talked to somebody at work who told me they took the vaccination. They went down to, um, I think it was, uh, what was the Mercedes Benz or either um, Philip uh, Arena. Wherever, yeah, Philip Arena, yeah whatever they're giving the uh, vaccinations at. And he told me he took both of them, you know, and he said he feel fine. However, my thing is this here. It's almost like, um, well, this is my belief with vaccinations for my children, my children at school, right? If the vaccinations are for the, the kids not to uh, spread diseases, right? It, it, that's like in a nutshell, you know, with kids in school, right? Yeah. That's why they gotta have certain vaccinations so that they don't spread diseases. Well, if, all the, if my daughter's a classroom of 30 people, then the other 29 is cool. She don't need to get one, <laughs> right? She don't, she don't need to get one because they all vaccinated and she can't catch it no way. They vaccinated. They can't spread it. So my yeah, thing is like that. What you saying? No, no, I was saying go ahead. My bad. I was just trying to clear my throat. My fault. Oh, uh, yeah. And so it's like my thing is like that with, you know, the COVID vaccination. If we have more people that have taken the vaccinations, part one and part two, from where I look at it, then we should be on a road to recovery real soon. Because trust me, you're gonna have more people that take it in the country that then don't because of the information that they've taken in based on or about COVID and also the vaccination. So my thing is, if you talk about Christmas, based on the way the rates of people taking these vaccinations, uh, I would be predicting June. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, Summer. you know, I was Summer. I was kind of I was kind of in the middle on the vaccine to be honest with you, um, but then I changed my mind because I saw this. Got the vaccine, they got the vaccine, we got the vaccine. We can get back to normal. Let me inform you. Let's all get the vaccine. It's about community immunity. I'm talking unity for you and me. If Doc says it's good, trust me, it's good. Now let's all get the vaccine. There is none higher. TMC, I will. That was terrible. I saw that, man. That was terrible. Yeah, so it, it took that that cartoon and animated uh, DMC telling me to, to trust everything in that, that beautiful song. And, uh, you know, like I said, it, it brought me around on uh, the vaccine. But anyway, I just, I just think that's just really stupid. Um, yeah, I, like I said, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the day where we can get back to normal because this is just, I mean, I think, I think honestly the American people are just tired. And I think they need to go ahead and give us all the information they can about it. We got two uh, other topics and then uh, we're gonna go ahead and get up out of here. Ran a little bit longer because we had those Joe Biden clips to uh, watch because we normally try to keep it around 30 minutes. But you know, we had a lot of things going on this week. So let's go ahead and address these other two things real quick. Trump acquitted again. <laughs> Your thoughts, I'll, I'll give my, I'll be brief with mine, but I'll let you go first. <laughs> Trump was acquitted, man. What are your thoughts on that? 
I, I wrote about this on uh, middlepassmedia.com, my blog. Y'all can check it out. It's called uh, FUTW Fuck Fuck Up the World Blog, but you spell fuck F U K. Um, who didn't see this coming? You had to be blind, right? Because of Trump has to be the biggest and most adored figure in the Republican Party. Like his power that he has is is crazy, it's undeniable, right? So of course you have seven uh, uh, Republicans side with the Democrats to impeach or convict, but then you had, you know, what was it, 43 that uh, Republicans that didn't. Um, like I said, I don't want to give too much on it because I did write about it. Make sure y'all go check it out on middlepestmedia.com. My blog, I did write about it. It was just was released Monday. But um, me personally, when they first drew up the articles of impeachment, I knew this was going to be that. So. Yeah, and um, just in case you missed my show from last night, I, I, I found out why they... You remember when they attacked the Capitol and they yeah. used that certain word called an insurrection, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of just calling them rioters. Do you, do you know why they did that? No. Okay, so I'm going to show you why. So this is the good old Constitution. So you got, you know, if you didn't catch up, go check out my show last night where I talked about propaganda. But I'm going to ask you a question after I read this real quick. But Was it well, real quick, real quick, why, critical inception? Critical yes. Critical inception. The one like you got in the quarter as if we was doing critical inception now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, good, good, good call. 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought I had changed everything, man. We're going to go ahead and be perfect for the last, uh, <laughs> for the last five and so minutes of the show. Uh, yeah. So what I was okay, saying was this, this, uh, <laughs> this, um, this 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 uh, what is it called? An article in 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 the uh, Constitution was the reason why it was labeled. It was and also let me clear up one quick thing before I read this. Uh, Doctor Tobias, twenty nineteen, says she's a nurse practitioner with a doctorate. So just to clear that up, she wanted to make sure. Oh, really? really get that right. Everything. Big dog status. Big dog status. All right. <laughs> so here we go. So this is what it says, right? I want you to read it because it says no person shall be a senator or representative of Congress. Or elector of president and vice president or hold excuse me any office shall or military on the united states or under any uh state who haven't a previously taken an oath or as a member of congress and an officer of the united states or a member of any legislative or an executive or judicial officer of any state support the constitution of the united states shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given and blah 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 so the reason why they called it an insurrection the reason why they called it them insurrectionist was because they were trying to get this and you can look on the screen this is the the disqualification clause that they were trying to get across that's the reason why they called it an insurrection they didn't call it a rebellion they didn't call it a riot they didn't just call it trespassing this is why they called it insurrection for a reason I'm a little curious how the media all got in line and found this uh, out, you know, and so quickly because it was like as soon as it happened, oh, it's an insurrection. I was like, hmm. So I found this out, man. I just thought that was very interesting. My thoughts on the impeachment was 
I thought it was a waste of time. He's yeah. gone. You, the Democrat Party, you asked us to come out and vote. The country showed out and voted. Joe Biden got more vi- votes than anybody else in American history. Why would you still try to impeach the man? What was the point of everybody going to the polls and voting if you're still just going to try to impeach the man? You said this is the only way to get him out of office. So we voted, and you're still trying to impeach the man when, like you said, we, we read the article about what's going on in Texas. Can they get some relief? We read the article about, you know, these people don't have power, but we're focused on, and people are still talking about Trump. Like, I bet Trump got heat wherever he at. I bet he got power. I bet he not standing in no food line. But it's like, y'all want us to continuously keep focusing on this man. I remember, Corey, you said a while back that the reason why you voted, one of your major reasons for voting for Joe Biden was because you were just tired of hearing about Trump. But it seems like no matter what goes on, this man just keep. It's like you know, like they say, uh, you living in uh, somebody charging rent, uh, living in somebody's head rent free. Rent free. What Trump yeah. is doing right now? And I, 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 I put a, no. I said something like that on Twitter because the D, the new DA down here in Georgia is um, focusing on Trump, and I'm like, damn, Democrats need to let it go. And the tweet kind of blew up. <laughs> People said yeah. they said that, but it's like. They do. I mean, like, if, if anybody's going to deal with any criminal activity of Trump, let the Department yeah. of Justice deal with it. Right? Right. The DA down here in Atlanta, like, I'm pretty sure you got some gangs, uh, all kind of shit to deal with. Right? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just sitting there thinking, like, like <laughs> what, what, like, but that's my thing, though. Why are, why are the people that we elect still focusing on this? We got a Justice Department for a reason. Remember when they had the whole Russia investigation and the, I forget the guy's name because he's been so out of the news for so long, but the guy came out and said, well, you know, it's it's our practice that you don't charge a sitting president. So now if there is any merit to what he was saying and what a lot of people say, oh, well, he never got acquitted. He just said that, you know, it's a practice that we don't charge a sitting president. He's no longer a sitting president. So if you got something, could you please come out with it? And Congress, that ain't even your job. Your your job is not the executive branch. Your job is to make laws and make legislation. So we're in the middle of this pandemic. We got people out here with no food. We got people in Texas with no power. Can we focus on something that's important? Because guess what? Billionaire Trump is going to be all right. Definitely. And, and uh, we're just going to give this lady probably about a 30 seconds apiece. <laughs> your girl. Yo, girl. <laughs> you know, the, you know. I remember growing up, man. I used to listen to Eight uh, Ball and MJT, man. So, my girl MJT, as I like to call her, Marjorie Taylor Green. I'm sorry, MTG. Sorry about that, Marjorie yeah. Taylor Green from the great <laughs> Peach state of Georgia. We just got out of one impeachment, and I, I'm I'm gonna I'm play I'm gonna play my CNN card, man. I don't know why this lady just wants to continue dividing the country. I don't know why she just wants to divide us. We just went through one long impeachment. And now apparently Marjorie Taylor Greene, MTG, wants to put us through another one. And just look at her face. I just filed articles of impeachment on President Joe Biden. Your thoughts? Um, it's going nowhere. Like... You don't even have no say in the House of Representatives. So what you're doing now is contributing to the waste of time of 
your district. It may sound good in your district, but if you think Nancy Pelosi, AOC, the squad, the Democrats that uh, control the House is about to even, uh, uh, what's the word, what do they do with it? Uh, bring it forward for a vote. Yeah, they're not gonna call a vote on it. You didn't lost your rabbit ass mind. <laughs> Wait a minute, let's look at that face. She she posted <laughs> yeah. that with that face. Like that is such a mean face. Like that, I need to top that up. I'm gonna start using that face for like memes because like she you you can't take this lady serious. All jokes aside, like everybody complained about AOC. On the right, Alexandra Ocasio Cortez is the worst. She's stupid. She's not smart. She's not this. And it's like the right comes out and produces the conservative version of Alexandra Ocasio Cortez, but she's worse because she's she's a QAnon conspiracy believer. She says things that are not constitutional, and it's just like, oh my goodness, great people of Georgia, can y'all please find anybody? There's got to be a vet somewhere in North Georgia. There's got to be somebody, <laughs> anybody better. There's the same way I always put out a call to the great people of Kentucky to get Miss McConnell's uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle behind up out of there. Can, oh, we please, next time. can we please get these people up out of here? Because you have to understand that you no longer have Trump. People like no. this are only going to cause your party to just become more and more irrelevant. You got to get rid of her. You got a primary yeah. here. Uh, so if uh, people in uh, North Georgia, anybody want to run, please contact us. You know, we'll try to give you the biggest platform we can. You know, we'll go tell some people to vote for you. We'll do everything we can. Just as long as we can get her up out of there. Same thing with the people in Kentucky. If you want to run for Senate against Mitch McConnell, contact Purple Pill Politics, man. We'll bring you <laughs> up you. And, you know, as long as you got a heartbeat, you're probably better than Mitch McConnell. So <laughs> yeah. we, we're taking all comers right now. But I just want to say we appreciate everybody tuning in. We appreciate everybody going in. Uh, hold, uh, hold on, real quick. I just want to show. I, I just want to show oh, my ahead. shirt again. Oh no, I, yes. I was about to give you. I was going to give you the floor, man. Okay, I was going to okay, say. Okay, cool, 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 cool. We, ahead, I appreciate everybody being patient with us, man. You know, Libre TV, it's 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 a work in progress, you know, and we're we're getting it and it's starting to come a lot smoother. I'm happy that people were able to be into the chat tonight. I'm happy that you're if you're watching over there. We appreciate you viewing us over there as well. We appreciate everybody viewing us on Twitter and Periscope, but we're working through some things, and I believe, you know, fingers crossed, that hopefully we should be on the other side of some of these glitches and errors because the way I got it set up right now should be good. But we've reached the end of the show. I want to let my brother go ahead and uh, give all his promotional things, anything he's trying to get out there, anything he wants to put out there about the show. But, uh, yeah, just go ahead and do your thing. I'm going to wrap it up. Uh middlepassesmedia.com good news blogs you know everything that me and my brother got you can channel it through here also but uh i got some new shirts man but uh i, I really was hesitant to plug them right but uh you know i sold a few of them already without even marketing them right or advertising them so uh this one i got on now this is for all, all, all my uh let me move the microphone just a little bit so people can see it but <laughs> I got the Joe Biden throwing up the rock, you know, all uh, black people. You got the Kofi on. Uh, and then at, at the bottom, you can't see it. I ain't going to stand too far up. You got hashtag tangibles, bro. So support your boy. You know, go get you a, 
you know, head over Middle Passes Media Merch, well, Middle Passes Merch on the website. You want to cop one, you want to get one. I think they a good look for everybody that want to hold this guy accountable more than what he's giving us right now. So support your boy over there at Middle Passes Media. Uh, you'll like it. Plus, like I said, the merch, man, you look good in it. You know, hey, why can you not have good drip, as they say, the young boys say? <laughs> I was about to say, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, but that, that's what you want. Uh, is that uh, what about uh, we got to correct the felon this uh, this this Sunday? Yes, I'm working on. I'll throw a little snippet out there, man. I got a good friend of mine, man, who um, just recently got out of prison after doing 25 years. So okay. me and him lining it up. That that is the goal. Um, like I say, he did 25 flat, right? From the age of 17 till 43. Wow. So, you know, and he had life without parole. Uh, Michigan passed. I don't want to get too deep into it, but let's just say he had life without parole. He got out. And I want to, you know, we have him talking about it now. It'll be, it'll be a good interview. So I got tap in this Sunday, 7 p.m., uh, right here on Libre TV, you know, uh, Middle Pass. I mean, uh, I'm talking about Middle Pass Media, but uh, Correct the Felon Podcast. I, I'm okay. on my second. I'm on my second beer. Just so you know. <laughs> it's all good, brother. I, I am. Like, I am. Down I, am. Down. <laughs> I, I was gonna say I, I am. Uh, I, I am. I and am I'm pleasantly surprised, brother. You you have held that beer together tonight. I am. A, I am pleasantly surprised. I'll say the least. But what I like to say is, man. Like I said, appreciate everybody tuning in over there. LibreTV.co. Uh, support us, man. Like I said, donate to it. Com, he uh he, he's got plenty of merchandise. Like I said, I, I cop the. Uh, the, the, the male and the female version, so that's on the way. I also want to say that tonight, 8 p.m., Aquarian Anarchy will be having a, a live broadcast on Libre TV with Patriot Jake. He'll probably be talking about his album. Uh, we want to welcome Jonesy, the Pod Father, in the Waste of Talent podcast. He is now going to be a live contributor to LibreTV.co. He did a, a very good interview that I heard on Spotify with um with um oh, patriot j as well yeah sorry oh, i had it you when you try to watch it, it's like we watch the chat and then you try to do all these other things man you know it's just doing it but want to say shout out to jonesy man shout out to everything they're doing over there at the gi core project if you follow me on twitter you saw my little workout video man you know your boy trying to get back in it's, shape because uh inspired me inspired yeah. me man, hey, I man. Lie, man you know I man i was trying to push up, i tried <laughs> to push the weights up man you know, so because like I said, you know, man, we we going down to Miami, man. I don't want nobody to be like, you know, uh, get, look at that beach well over there. You know, I want them to be like, dang, he must play for the Dolphins. You know what I'm saying? And not a <laughs> offensive tackle. You know what I mean? A running back or a linebacker. No, no offensive yeah. lineman or no nose guard. I know what you was gonna try to say. But no, nah, we trying to look good when we go down to the beach, man. So you see the big jug of water, man. We we, we trying to get on this uh. A little bit healthier tip. So shout out to the yeah. GI Court. Here go my weight. Here go my weight right here. Yeah, I was gonna say he lifted beers to his mouth. Too. But once again, man, this has <laughs> been the Purple Field Politics. As we always say on this show, we don't care whether you're red or blue, Democrat or Republican, just don't be stupid. And we'll don't see y'all again next Wednesday, same time, 7 p.m. So go check out Aquarian Anarchy tonight, Patriot J, right here on Libre TV on YouTube.